WPR, Bradenton, Sarasota, Tampa Bay. And now it's time for Veracruz. Shut up and sit down. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Paraprobe. This is Chevy Chase, and you're not. No, I'm kidding. This is James Hancock. I'm uh, sitting here right now, currently looking at something on my phone, which I thought was interesting. Um, there's this new app I'm using. It's called Twitter. No, I'm kidding. Uh, so we got <laughs> we have a really we have a really good show tonight. I was getting ready to tweet something out, and all of a sudden I heard our song kick off. I'm like, whoop, too late. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm already wrapped up in the show. So, anyways, I'm sitting here right now with my buddy Jesse J. What's up? Nada. And we have our board op, who hates to be called producer, Blue. Yeah, that's Blue. I know. We're like, you know, yeah, you know, we're going to be putting you out there on social media more and everything else, you know, to get everybody, you know, familiar with you being a part of our, our little cachet of our team. And I was talking about calling Blue producer, and he's like, no, I'm good with board op. Yeah, I'm good with board op. That's, that's a lot of responsibility. I'll just run things. Exactly. When <laughs> crap goes wrong, we can blame you. <laughs> right, exactly. All right, there you go. Your fault. <laughs> it's gonna be my fault anybody. Anyway, Woo. nobody knows about the sound person until something goes wrong. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. What, that is very time? true at any radio station. <laughs> the moment something goes wrong, it's engineering. Yep. yep. Yeah, you literally feel like Captain Kirk looking for Scotty. I can't push him any faster, Captain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it definitely drives you to drinking. Blue's over here doing shots of Coca-Cola. It's not alcohol. So, Jesse. Yeah. So what's going on, man? We got some pretty good, exciting news going on. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be a crazy month, people. Crazy. It's already been a crazy month, but we're crazy in a good way. Screw all the rest of the stuff. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, anyways, for all you guys been tuning into our social media accounts, which I need to throw out there real quick before we get started with the show, <laughs> if you want to follow us on Twitter, it is at Paraprobe. Pretty simple. If you want to follow us on Instagram or follow us on our Facebook pages, it is at uh, at Instagram wow. at Paraprobe Radio, and uh, and also too, make sure you follow our stations page at fourteen ninety. Also, yeah, yeah, that'd be a nice yeah. thing to do. So, anyways, today's show coming up in uh, about the next like thirteen, fourteen minutes, we have our good buddy Daryl Marston coming on from Ghost Hunters on A and E. Yeah, it's going to be cool. We're going to talk to him about ghost hunting and his special techniques, and I do mean a ghost hunting, not in the bedroom. Um, we're going to be asking him all – well, we might ask him those personal questions, too. I don't know. He's a good-looking guy, so, you know, we might ask. <laughs> uh, but, however, I also want to throw out that for the next couple of weeks, we have some really interesting guests who are going to be coming on, which is going to be pretty cool. Uh, one of them is we have Rob Demarest from Ghost Hunters International and from Haunted Australia. He'll be coming on the following weekend on Saturday. We'll have him on air talking about ghost hunting as well. And Early what all he might be up to. Off in Canada. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We won't talk too much about where he's at right now, but yeah, he's working on some Frozen. stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then the weekend after that, we got my buddy Rich Valdez who will be coming on. He runs Wayward Souls Promotions. Uh, Rich is a man of, like, jack of all trades, master of none. Um, he is now running the Paranormal Clergy, um, which is a long story short. It was, you know what? I'll wait till more to talk about him and all the stuff he's working on when he gets here. But Wayward Souls promotion that he also runs, it, uh, basically is like a entertainment event, um, you know, uh, management that he runs for booking paranormal people for doing events and all sorts of stuff like that. And then the weekend after that, there has been a story going around all over social media, um, and not about me this time. Um, on social media that's been going out, and I'm sure you've seen it in pop-up ads and everything else, about this particular scientist, for lack of a better term, um, who is from Harvard. He is a professor um, who said that this large object, and this is large cylindrical space object that was found back in 2017, and I'm sure you've seen the photographs of it. It's a huge rock formation that looks like a giant cigar. Um, that everybody was saying for the longest time that it was like just the weirdest thing. They thought maybe it was alien origin, but they weren't sure. The more that they, you know, some of them studied at the time, they were like, no, this is just a big rock going through space, yada, yada, yada. Well, Avi Lieb, who was coming on our show, uh, the professor from Harvard on the 30th, 
has actually continued with that research, um, has also written a book, um, which we'll get more into that when we have him on. You know, I want to let him do the talking about all that on the 30th. However, they believe this thing is of alien origin, and it has now made, like, uh, all the news outlets, CBS, CNN, you know, all of them. Um, and he will be coming on our show and talking about it on the 30th. So we got a really good uh, list of good guests coming on for the next few weeks. It's, it's definitely going to be getting interesting and just getting better as we go. I'm stoked. I'm trying to keep my uh, excitement at a minimum. I think I made Blue Death last time. I think the funny thing is, is when I sent you the article about the origin of the object, that you turn around and, and you're like, oh, that's really cool. And I'm like, yeah, I just booked him on our show for the 30th. <laughs> and you, like, lost it on the I phone. I was hooting and hollering. And, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure people around me looked at me like I was crazy because I was definitely out in public, a bunch of people around. And I'm just like, whoa, yeah, that is awesome. First of all, the article, I was just like, I haven't read this. And I went through it, read through That's freaking cool. Like, why does a rock speed up and slow down the space? It's aliens. <laughs> aliens. Yeah, and then like, he was like, oh yeah, we booked them. <laughs> well, this is you know it's awesome because we do you know we talk to everybody from all genre of paranormal. You know everybody from aliens to Bigfoot. Everybody seems to depending on their click assume when you're speaking paranormal they think you're referring to ghost. Paranormal is not all about ghosts. Paranormal is anything above the norm. So it could be Bigfoot, it could be cryptozoology, it could be aliens, it could be conspiracy theories, the occult. You know, people who think they're real vampires, you know, I mean, uh, people who think they're witches, you know, who are witches, you know, um, all of that is wrapped up and encompassed inside the paranormal. And for Paraprobe, our show, we plan on digging deep and all that. We're going deep. Going deep. Yeah. No, man. Deep. Yeah. No protection. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. I mean, we want to get dirty on this. Yeah. Well, unless we hit an FCC fine, then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. FCC fine. Blue's over here like, I quit. <laughs> Good to know that I'm like the stick in the mud here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You told me about who we're having. I'm like, cool. Cool. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, you're cool. not allowed to be a prude at all. Yeah. I don't yeah. know what to tell you. I'm just this way. Well, <laughs> and other news I want to throw out, too. Um, I had spoke with my boys, Patrick X, and with John Rusnick. Uh, about our other show, which I've mentioned before when we first started out, called Voices of the Apocalypse. Voices of the Apocalypse is a, it's a genre of a television show where people can actually see us on TV. We have a full studio out of Sarasota, Florida, a uh, full production studio with John, um, which it's John's studio, but we do the show together there. And uh, we're going to actually start filming in the very near future. Uh, we've had to put everything on hold for the longest time, man, because of COVID. And uh, But now that things are starting to get a little more laxed, we're getting to a point we're going to be able to start bringing people in studio. Like with the radio station here, all three of us, we get tested weekly and all that, so we're good and all that. But we've been waiting in particular for COVID to slow down for filming of Voices of the Apocalypse. It's going to be uncensored. Uh, we are talking paranormal horror and sci-fi. And, uh, and the comedy level is extremely high when you have all of us in the same room. We already had one very successful show that we did for the longest time, DeadX Radio, and now it's going to be Voices of the Apocalypse. So, anyways, I'm, I'm excited about that because that's our other venture that we'll be uh, traipsing into and see what kind of mischief we can get into and what kind of hell we can raise with that show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, we, uh, we actually, with the old show, we had a article written about us out of, uh, I believe it was Los Angeles or it was Las Vegas, one of the losses, um, that said they are the bad boys of paranormal and they coined the phrase that we were the Howard Stern of paranormal with that show because of we get we would get pretty raunchy. I mean we had like stripper Ouija. I mean that's the kind of stuff we did with that show. So uh yeah, so just get ready for that to make a major comeback. <laughs> Golly. Yeah, so yeah, it's gonna be fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love doing paraprobe, and this this is you know me and Jesse's baby that we've we've built, and and now it's starting to walk and starting to run a little bit and gain speed. But Voice of the Apocalypse has been a long time coming that people have been waiting for. You know, so it's it's definitely right around the corner. And what better time for a show called Voices of the Apocalypse to come out? Couldn't time to better. Apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, we waited till the apocalypse to do Voices of the Apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't 2012. It was 2021. For real. I told you. I told you the Mayan that wrote that calendar was dyslexic. Yeah. Told you. Yep. I said that like a year ago 
before 2021 ever hit. Everybody was like, I can't wait for 2021, you know, 2021 to get here because things are going to be so... I'm like, what makes you think it's going to get better? The first week sucked. Yeah, it only took a, it only took a week. I'm not digging this season premiere. Let's go back. Let's rewind. Like the beginning of like 2020 was better than the beginning. That's of like, oh my god, I can't wait for this date tonight. And you wake up in a trunk. So there you go. That's how 2021 started out. There's a song about that. <laughs> It's like when you see somebody grabbing rope and duct tape and rag and like, what are you doing? Yeah, ready for my date. Yeah. Does this smell like chloroform? Yeah, does this rag smell like chloroform? <laughs> oh, when you get off work, are you walking to your car alone? <laughs> Wait a minute, I'll be right there. May I walk with you? <laughs> it's like, I'm sure scared to walk through these woods alone. <laughs> You're scared. i got to walk out of here alone. <laughs> okay, well, enough of that. So, anyways... So, yeah, 2021 is not off to the greatest start, and I'm not going to get into it because media has already beat it to death, and we're not that kind of show. So everybody knows what's going on. I'm not even going to reiterate or go into it or give my opinion because, honestly, I just don't have an opinion for it right now because it's just I I knew that 2021 was not going to be really much of a difference. I'm hoping as time goes by, of course, I always try to be an optimist things will get better. But I'm a realist. It's like I'm just going to wait and see what happens. You know, that's just the way it Go is. Go with the flow. Yeah. That's my motto. Keep it micro. Let the macro sort itself out. There you go. So, anyways, so we do have a really good guest. Like I said, we'll be calling in later, you know, here in a little bit, uh, our buddy Daryl Marston from Ghost Hunters on A&E. And uh, we have, like I said, our guest coming up, Rich Valdez. We have, you know, Rob Demarest, and we have Alvi, or Avi Lieb. So it's going to be a great couple of weeks, man. We're looking forward to it, and I'm really looking forward to how – Next month is going to be. That's just for this month alone. So I can't wait to see what February is going to bring us. That's crazy. Yeah. February is a short month, too. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, i got a lot of work to do in a short amount of time. So in the meantime, we're going to be uh, playing a game. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> Blue is like, what are we doing? <laughs> do you want to play a game? Uh, we are actually looking at uh, – we have a possible ghost hunt uh, that's going to be getting set up. Um it, it's I don't want to give in, uh, give out too much detail and everything, but a friend had contacted me on Facebook. So people who are friends with me on Facebook, they already seen this. They know what it's about. Uh, but we have a possible ghost hunt coming up in the near future. A lot of people out there, it's 50-50 with the group because I got so many new people following, like, you know, because of our show and stuff like that, that a lot of them don't know that, yes, I am a paranormal investigator. You know, me and Jesse both. We, you know, I've been doing paranormal investigations for a long, long time. Um I had a prior radio show on an AM station a long time ago, and uh, it was because I was doing paranormal investigations. I had wound up in the newspaper because of one of the investigations I had done. That led into me getting interviewed on radio. Those people liked my voice. We joked. We laughed. We had fun. We laughed. We cried. We snuggled. We spooned. And next thing you know, I got offered a radio slot, wound up on there. So I had my own show back then. But, yeah, I've been doing paranormal investigations for uh, for a long time. You know, I'm, you know, I know some people out there are like, you know, I've done millions. What do you mean, you know, you've done a lot? No, I've just done a lot. I don't keep count. Uh, but I've done a lot in the last, like, you know, going on 20 years. So 20 years? Yeah, almost. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, because, I mean, I was, before I did it with the, the group that I created and all that, I'd already been investigating for, like, almost 10 years before that. So it's been almost 20 years now you know, looking Yay. at it. Yeah. I was just a fetus. A fetus? My mom was actually a hunter. I was just being carried around everywhere. No, I'm kidding. Uh, he no. was seeing the EPPs. <laughs> <laughs> Tapping Morse code inside the belly. I know, right? <laughs> Tap once if you're here. Boom. Look, he kicked. <laughs> There's a ghost here. Dude, I wonder if that's ever happened. It might be. I mean, there was legit... Um, I think you've heard the story because we worked at the same facility together where, like, a dolphin was echolocating off a person because she was pregnant. Oh, like, yeah, it yeah, would, yeah. It would, be, it would be kind of a similar thing. Hey! Yeah, well, we could, we could say the name. We don't care. Uh, we both used to work at a uh, at a at a jail. No, I'm kidding. We, we worked at a sea facility. We'll say that. And, uh, yeah, one of the dolphins there wound up, who was always in the tub with the trainer. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it was in Key West that that happened, I believe. But I'm just saying, it was always in the... You know, with the, in the pool with the trainer and kept on echolocating. And next thing you know, boom. We got a call. We got a call? Okay. So who's calling me? Why are you bugging me? Why are you calling my phone? <laughs> You're on the air. You're on the air. 
I'm the, I'm supposed to be on here. My name is Daryl Marston from Ghost Hunters. <laughs> this is what's Chance, up, man. Buddy? What's up, dude? <laughs> yeah, what's up, guys? How you doing? You sounded Good, so man. totally confused. Like, did I call the wrong number? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right, man. So, look, Daryl, we're glad you decided to join us, you know, finally, after we had to pay you all that money. Uh, we're glad you yeah. came on the show today. So, listen, a couple things we want to jump into right away. I know people yeah. beat you to death about ghost hunters and questions about ghost hunters. And I'm sure we will ask you a few things about ghost hunters. But we yeah. want to really get your viewpoint on ghost hunting. And I have a okay. very important question about that sure. right off the top. Have you yeah. ever had a pregnant investigator have the baby kick to show if whether or not a uh, ghost was there? <laughs> <laughs> now I can honestly say no, I have not. Uh, and you call yourself yeah, an looking, investigator. I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. <laughs> <laughs> we were literally just talking about it on air right before you came on. So, <laughs> all right, now real quickly, of course, we have to cover a couple of things. You are live on air for one right now. Uh, number okay. two, you know how we were with DeadX Radio, man. How we were with that show. This show, it's we got to keep the language off the air because it is real radio. So, yeah, yeah, yeah we get fined. Yeah, or we get fined, so that's not cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a good thing, man. No. Nope. Nope. So listen, man, um, I want to get into a couple of the basic questions right off the top, man, about you doing paranormal investigations. What got you into wanting to do paranormal investigations? I actually got into it by complete accident, man, back in the day. Uh, around 2005 or six, I actually got invited to a local paranormal investigation, and uh, long story short, didn't know what to expect and didn't know if I believed it at that time. But um, I actually, my first investigation ever, uh, saw a half-body apparition, and I was hooked, man. And uh, That would do it. That, yeah, I left that investigation that night just knowing that some way, somehow, I wanted to do this. Didn't know anything about the equipment or how to investigate or, you know, anything about it. And I just started doing my own thing. Never joined a team or anything of that nature. I started my own team around 2011 after doing it for about five or six years. But uh, that's how I got into it. It was a complete accident. Um, I really didn't watch too many of the shows. I watched I watched Ghost Hunters, and uh, I think I was probably the only one that was out at the time. And uh, you know, and I was it was a little bit interesting to me. And um, and from there, man, I just you know I just followed a passion. It was a it was a hobby for me. And uh, I just wanted to recreate what I saw that night, and um, yeah, and and I, I have I've, I've ran to that several times since then in the last fifteen, sixteen years now, and uh, yeah, so that's how I got into it. You know, I definitely got to say that that's one thing. I mean, and trust me, bro, you've been in the paranormal long just as long as I have, and you know how it is. You always hear those people saying, oh, well, I know how they do it on TV, but this is how you really do it. I'm a real ghost hunter. And those same people are the same ones who want to get their own television show, not realizing that when you're a jerk like that, you're not going to get on a show. It's just not going to happen. No. Yeah, you kick no, it to the curb. It, yeah. I mean, getting on a show is like it's, it's like one in a million shot for one thing. Mm-hmm. And I honestly, dude, I, it was never a passion of mine to be on TV. It just happened. I didn't apply for a job and and it's true you know, it's they, mostly happenstance yeah. it's right place right time yeah i was kind of cracking up yeah, reading exactly. your bio because it was almost like you were kidnapped in the tv <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah a big boy. i can't see yeah, somebody I kidnapping there, I, was a, I was a tv virgin man and uh i tell you what you learn real quick man you learn what an otf is and everything real quick <laughs> you, you show up you show up, man, it's like hit the ground running, and all of a sudden you got cameras on you 24-7, and you're like, you better make it work. You're going. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, people really don't get yeah. it. They don't understand it, man. When you wind up in that media spotlight, man, it gets crazy. You know, it really does. It does. It does. You have no – your privacy is out the door after that. Um, oh, yeah. It's gone. Honest, yeah. yeah, you you, you got to watch everything you do, everything on social media. And I did before. It wasn't that. It's just, you know, you really have to watch – you see so many different things on social media because social media is so big these days. Mm-hmm. And you want to comment on them, but you can't because it'll come back and blow up in, on your Oh, trust me, brother. I can't count how many times yeah. I have to just walk away from my phone, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I get to the point where, I mean, the only thing I really, I mean, I have all the accounts and everything, but the only thing I really follow is Instagram. Everybody mm-hmm. Instagram, it's, it's pretty even keel. It's not like, you know, Twitter or Facebook where, People just want to come at you for every little thing. So, yeah, it's, yeah, 
it's unfortunate, but that's how it is, man. But uh, it's part of the uh, the job, I guess. Well, you know, it's like when I, you know, I've, I've spoken to Grant quite a few times, and I told Grant, uh, I was like, the the one thing that I loved about them with Ghost Hunters when they came out, and see, this is what all these paranormal investigators who want to knock all these TV shows, they have to understand. If it was not for those shows, you would not be doing what you do now with your team. Absolutely. Because it made it more mainstream. It made it more the norm. It was okay to say, hey, I think my place is haunted. Would you like to come out and check it out and not get locked up in a funny farm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, you're absolutely correct, man. I remember, yeah, just in the last five or ten years, I mean, talking about paranormal was kind of taboo. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you, you didn't talk about it in public, but, like, everybody now is talking about it. Everybody, it's funny, even the people who who are the skeptics, have all, everyone's had an experience of some sort. Absolutely. You, yep. you hear these stories, yeah. Dude, my wife sleeps to ancient aliens. That's how <laughs> Dude, my wife sleeps with a guy on Ancient Aliens. No, I'm kidding. But... <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah, Ancient Aliens is a good one, man. Uh, we got to hang out with some of those guys at AlienCon last uh, year, and uh, it's a great bunch of people too, man. Dude, I love all the shows, man. And, and, and of course, like you, I've got to you know meet quite a few of them around the block, you know, with our old show and stuff like that. Um, I would say that one of the you know the the thing that I really love about the paranormal TV shows is the fact, like I said, once again, it does make it more mainstream. It's opened up a lot of doors. It's able to get people out there to do investigations and such. But the other thing I love, too, is when you watch, like, like say with you and Grant on TV or whatever, you see the side of comedy and the realism, because it is a reality show of what you guys are doing, that makes people mm -hmm. see that doing ghost hunting, yes, you and I both know that, yeah, it can get extremely boring. You you know that. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time, when you got that camaraderie built, you know, with your teammates and all that, it's actually fun. And I think that's the biggest problem. A lot of people have forgot about the fun of doing an investigation. What do you think? Yeah, and you know, that's true, man. You lose that, especially being in, in the position I'm in where I'm, you know, on TV and everything. You kind of lose the fun part. I mean, it's fun, don't get me wrong. We have great, there's great moments that happen investigating. But you, what you're seeing, you got to remember, I mean, I, I can't speak for the other shows, but on our production, we're there for a week, sometimes two weeks, and you see 42 to 43 minutes of that. Yep. That's how much investigating we're doing. And, yeah, it gets tiring. I mean, you're talking anywhere from 12 to 16 hour days. Yeah. And you, and you, you're sometimes you're, it, 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 the whole, the whole Hollywood thing is it's hurry, it's, it's, it's hurry up and wait, you know, type thing. And, um, you, you're, you're out there and you're investigating with these guys, you're on the road with them traveling and, and staying in hotels and whatever, eating every meal with them. And you do pick up, you do build this camaraderie and this friendship and they're, they're like they're your family, you know, away from your family. Yep. And um, yeah, it's you're absolutely right. And people, yeah, there's a lot of people out there who, you know, this is uh, ghost. This is how you really ghost. Like, well, honestly, guys, I mean, before I was on TV, I did the same thing. I went to an investigation. I set up ten cameras and sat around for ten hours waiting for something to happen, and maybe investigated for two hours. You know, where I'm actually yeah. out there investigating. And it's, it's, it's like down TV, too. It's, it's run and gun. But, um, you know, it, it's, it's, you're only seeing 42, 43 minutes of what we're doing in a uh, week to two-week period. You know, it's, it's insane. Yeah. And, you know, and to be real and to be, and to be fair to our audience, because we like to bring the reality of it, they got to find the most exciting moments out of that two weeks mm -hmm. to make a whole 42 minutes exciting. I would hate to be the freaking editor. I would hate, I, oh, you know what? Your editors are, they deserve awesome. like a medal. Yeah, yeah. Going through oh, two weeks guys, of footage. Yeah. yeah. I was talking yeah, to Junk the Chance about going through an hour of footage. Cause I tried to record one of our radio shows and I was like, I'm not doing this. Yeah. Because I told him, I'm like, bro, man, you do an investigation. Imagine when you have, uh, you know, your audio recording for say, you know, like you said, uh, 10 hours. You're listening yep. to 10 hours of audio the next day to find something. Yeah, yeah. They're the unsung heroes, man, the the, the editors do. Let me tell you, I mean, over at Pilgrim and uh, LionGate, man, they have like 8 to 10 editors working around the clock. You mm -hmm. know, they're trying to keep up with the shows. You have the, it's crazy cause sometimes you'll get a phone call or a, a, an email from a, an episode that you shot maybe two months ago that hasn't aired yet, and they like they need to know something that happened on it because they're still editing. You know, you're like, mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> like okay, uh, you know, refresh my memory on this one because I can't remember being there. Yeah, it's but, like, uh, dude, my brain's jello yeah. right now. Can you help me? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's 
crazy, but those guys, I mean, they, they're the ones, you're getting emails and phone calls from them sometimes 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning. They're still working in L.A., and, you know, everybody else at the office is gone. So they are definitely the unsung heroes of these TV shows. I mean, I, I can't speak for everybody else, but for, for Ghost Hunters, definitely. Yeah, it sounds one it sounds like one heck of a life, man. Uh, how much do you get any downtime between that, or is it just like shoot, 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 on to the next one, shoot, 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 on to the next one? Yeah, usually it goes uh, anywhere from a two to three week run. So that's the uh, we're doing, uh, you know, we're we're shooting one location. We're we're either driving or flying to the next location. Same thing on the third week. Then you go home for a week or two, and then you're back on the road again. Um, that's how it usually works. I mean, there are times when you, you sometimes you do two weeks and two weeks off. It, it all depends on how backed up they are and, mm-hmm. and how fast they're trying to pump out the episodes. Um, and, you know, it, that's the thing. And in locations, too, you know, you, you have to kind of work around their schedules sometimes. So you, you might get a, you know, you get a list of where you're going and when you're going to be there. And sometimes that changes, you know, and at the drop of a you know, hat. You know, yeah. Like, oh, well, we're not going to Wisconsin now. We're going to Florida. Yeah, we're gonna do Wisconsin at the end of you know whenever, and uh, yes, yeah, so that's it, that's how it kind of it works. You really don't know literally until two or three days before you're actually flying out if we're definitely going to that location or not. Yeah, and then on top of it too, I mean, like you know, a lot of people who like follow you on Instagram and all that, you do events and everything else too. So you have all this other stuff that you have to do in between. Yeah, yeah. It's, I try to keep all my events for my down season in between seasons, but mm-hmm. it's hard, man, because, you know, people are, you know, they want to you know, get you out to their location or whatever. And I try to work it in between schedules and everything and uh, get out there and investigate with them and, you know, meet the public. I always, I really, that's one thing I really love doing is getting out and meeting people who watch the show and follow the show and who support us. And I'm really big on that, man. I, I, I really try to get out there as much as humanly possible. Well, the thing that I like about, like, everybody on Ghost Hunters, and, I mean, don't get me wrong, there's really not a ghost hunting show I really don't like, like, because, I mean, part of my gig and what I do for a living, i got to pay attention to all these shows and such. Yeah. Uh, but, like, the thing I love about, like, your group is you could just see the, the like I said, that friendship and that bond. Like, and, and I'm sure, like, and you've you've seen this, too, like, when you're doing an event and you have, like, other, like, ghost hunting teams together, not so much the people from TV shows, but other ghost hunting teams, and you can see that conflict in between the two groups, like they've had issues before. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You you do see that. It's funny you show up some of these locations, and then you know, and there are people who try to pull you into all the drama and stuff, you know. And, and it's yeah, I try to stay out of all that, stay above it. But uh, you, you do see this it, this this controversy in between a lot of these. Yeah, it's supposed to be pair unity or whatever. I don't honestly, unfortunately, believe in that because I haven't yeah. seen it yet. It, it, yeah, I haven't seen it yet either. For, everybody's out for their self, man, in this yep. business, it seems. But. Well, like, man, back when I was doing Dead X Radio, you know, it's like uh, there was people that tried to reach out to us to pull us into their drama, and we were like, we don't do drama. Nope. And we're like, and yep. everybody knew you did not want to wind up on our radar because <laughs> yep. we would chew you yep. apart just for our entertainment before breakfast. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah. You remember how we were, yeah. man. <laughs> Yeah, I remember you guys, man. I used to watch you and uh, listen to you. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I try to definitely stay out of the drama, man. It's, it's yep. not worth it. It's know? not. It really isn't. It's, yep. it's crazy. I'm one of those guys, like, with, you know, like, for us, you know, we're kind of getting back into doing investigations and stuff. If I go to a location and another ghost hunting team was to reach out to me and go, hey, would you mind if I go to that location? I'll be like, I don't own it. <laughs> you know, yeah. Go for it, dude. Go right. have fun. You know? Do what you do. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm, yeah. As long as you're not there when I'm there, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, know? as long as you'll sneak up on me in the dark, we'll, everything will be good. <laughs> yeah. Start pranking right? each other. <laughs> Have you ever had that happen? Have you ever been on an investigation and somebody show up at the area while you're doing one? Oh yeah, yeah. On the show and off the show. Um, we actually on the show. It, it's kind of hard sometimes because as soon as the word's out that we're there, people start showing up. Oh god. Uh, yeah. I remember uh, Pampa, Texas, when we filmed there. A little little town out in the middle of nowhere, up in the Panhandle of Texas, Pampa. Um, Worley Hospital. Mm-hmm. The whole town that we were there, and it, it was to the point where they were riding by, playing the themes from Ghostbusters. <laughs> and oh my God! People, people walking up on us while we're doing interviews, like standing in the like they'll walk right into the middle of the interview and start talking. 
people, yeah, it, it was crazy. That was probably the craziest because, like, the whole town knew we were there. And, and see, um, and the worst part is, like you were saying at the very beginning of the interview, that you always have to watch your P's and Q's in public. So when you have somebody do something like that, you're like, okay, how do I handle this without without losing my brain here? You know what I mean? See, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Chaperone. <laughs> Get away from me. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it's good on the show because we do have security that runs roll with us a lot, but mm-hmm. they usually take care of that. But you know, it's you know when you're not with that you know with that environment and you're you're out on your own and stuff. Sometimes it, it, you just kind of you have to play it and and, and be calm and cool and and uh and try to de-escalate that you know whatever it is or, exactly you know, just yep. answer their questions yeah yeah that's what i do man if i'm out in public and i'm doing something like because you know, we've done a bunch of events and we've had people just spring up while we're right in the middle of the event and uh yeah. and the same thing we, we try to like just always handle the kid gloves and, and make it comedic so because we want yeah. the person to walk away to still you know be like dude i met like you know Daryl Marston, and I met, like, you know, Grant Wilson, and I met, like, you know, Chance Hancock and, and Jesse J. Yeah. And those guys are funny, man. They were cool. And it's like, yeah, you don't know in the back of our minds we want to drag you out back. But, yeah, because there were cameras, we were all smiling. Yeah, yeah no, it, it's all good, man. As long yeah, as they're yeah. not, you know, confrontational and they're not jerks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cool. yeah. So, uh, like, how much has, like, that gotten more active for you in, like, your, your, your normal life when you're not filming, like, how often do people recognize you when you're out in public and stuff? Well, before COVID, when we don't have to wear masks, it was, it was oh, that's true, pretty, man. Pretty, pretty crazy. Now, you know, with me wearing a mask, lots of people don't you know, know it's me. And uh, but you know, like when before that, I mean, I'd I'd just be standing in line at Walgreens, and all of a sudden somebody'd walk up to you, man. Hey, you're Daryl from Ghost Hunters, aren't you? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden, everybody in the line turns around and it's like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> it happens a lot in airports. Yeah, airports are probably the worst. Oh God, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's still it's still got to be uh, kind of cool because I mean, it just, I mean, a as long as they're like kind of cool and like not like non-confrontational, like you were saying, crazy, yeah, yeah crazy. Yeah, I'm not yeah, worried yeah. about the confrontational because yeah, you can have fun with the confrontational people. I mean, even if they're like super like off the wall but crazy is what scares me more than anything. yeah the crazy ones are the ones that make me nervous yeah but other than that it's yeah, still, yeah, yeah. still got to be pretty awesome yeah. like just cruising through it's, hum- it's humbling man to be honest with you it, it really is i've been very blessed to be where i'm at and have the opportunities i've been you have been fortunate enough to, to, to get and um it's it's that's why i always try to take time for everybody man to who you approaches me or you know, recognizes who I am, and uh, and just you know, and showed my you know my 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 respect back to them for you know supporting what I do and supporting yeah. the show and just supporting paranormal altogether and uh and, and having interest in it. And, uh, yeah, it's funny you mentioned the crazies. We, I mean, I've only really had a run-in with one really crazy person, and that was this Mustafa and myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were in we were in Arizona, and we had a, a crazy guy just run out of an alleyway. And, um, and, and well, thank what we had. Thank God we had production with us. Mm-hmm. Um, it, uh, it, it it got pretty ugly pretty quick, and almost tur- you know, turned into a uh, a brawl. Oh, and, uh, yeah. yeah. You know, thank God, yeah, you know, we had our producers and stuff with us. You know, I think he was on something, you know, But uh, yeah, yeah, it was uh, pretty interesting to say the least. You know, and that's yeah. the crazy part too, man. Because I know, like, with your guys' investigations, you guys are like all over the place and sometimes you wind up in areas that's just a little bit on the seedy side <laughs> oh yeah yeah a little sketchy <laughs> yeah it's like okay do i carry the camera or the glock <laughs> <laughs> well all my off time i'm carrying my glock that's for damn sure <laughs> i'm liking him more and more <laughs> yeah no it's super nice guy yeah and see that's the one thing i do actually really like about you you know is the fact that you are like you were saying about being humble and being friendly because we definitely try to be the same way at all times too because uh, the old saying goes man Never forget the people you meet on your way up because you might see them again on your way down. That's right. I mean, so, my old saying is, you know, watch who's, uh, whose feet you step on today because you might be kissing their butt tomorrow. So Exactly. You know, <laughs> Dude, I you know what? I, I'm so glad you said that because, the, once again, when I was talking about earlier about people knocking these paranormal shows, you know, publicly all over the social media, but it's so hoping that that network that that show is on will pick them up because they're a real ghost hunter. 
they fail to realize, like, okay, that team that's on the television series as of now is the one that's making their bread and butter. Since you're trying yeah. to knock it, they don't even want to look at you. They don't even want to talk to you. Nope. And they don't realize no, that. They, no, they don't, man. They don't. And you'll get a lot of these, you know, these soapbox people who get up there and they preach, you know, about their paranormal and how they do it and how their wave's right and no one else is, you know, right. And, um, uh-huh. yeah, people, the, the networks, they, they don't like that. They don't like one thing I tell you right now, man, and I've learned this from experience. The networks do not like social media. They yeah. don't like it. Yep. And uh, it's it's unfortunate they really have to use it. It's a necessary evil. Mm-hmm. But they don't like it. Um, and uh, yeah, so th- that's one of the things you learn real quick, man. You, these people, you know, a lot of people are doing live streams and they have their podcasts and stuff these days, and they're just you know busting everybody's chops. You got to really watch you know, who you're doing that to because yeah. A lot of times, these people you're busting their chops. They, yeah, you know, they're the, the bread and butter of a certain network or a certain channel or whatever. And uh, you're exactly right. Yeah, you know, they're not even going to give you any attention. Yeah, absolutely mm-hmm. none. You know, and and dude, trust me, I know how it works behind the scenes, man. For trying to like you know pitch a show or anything like that, and they do. They will check your social media immediately if you even oh, yeah. or if they even have a remote interest in you. And if they see oh, yeah, that all yeah, you yeah. do is have yeah. negative comments all the time, or you're constantly bashing someone drama all that nope uh, unless you're already famous and you're wanting your own radio talk show that'd be the only way they'll, they'll probably pick you up but other than that doing yeah. like what you do and being intelligent no just not going to happen man ideas for charlie yeah 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 because uh, you I become mean, a threat all, to their insurance and everything forget. else at that point yeah. yeah i'll never forget when they first yeah i got the phone call about ghost hunters and they flew me out to la that was one of the first things they did they, there's a whole social media team a company that actually goes you have to sign off on a waiver and they go through Every piece of social media you've ever posted or liked or whatever mm-hmm. that you started, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all your accounts, you had an account you canceled three years ago, they're in it. And oh, they yeah. want to know what's in it. And yeah. they, it takes them about a week or two to go through it all. And um, they, they do that, man, yeah. Absolutely. They have to. They have to cover their asses, man, because when they, you know, when they put somebody – I mean, look at cancel culture today. The last thing they need is yeah. say pick up, you know, Daryl Marston is now going to be a singular investigator on this brand new TV series, and then come to find out you made one wrong joke 15 years ago, and they're like, great, we just paid all this money for this brand new series and got canceled before it even aired, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I totally get it, man. Yeah, for anybody out there listening who wants to be on TV, <laughs> watch your social media. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, and, and for me, it's like with my social media, most of it's I'm either posting pictures of like, you know, uh, the beach and stuff like that, you know, because I live by the water, you know, or it's about our show and guests coming up. That's really all I post. I don't really, yeah. you know. I, I used to post a lot of dumb crap, and I'm not even going to lie, like my like whole opinion about everything has changed within like the last five years. Dude, politics, but, like, I stay away from. I <laughs> oh, yeah. zero politics on I my stuff. I learned that the hard way, but now it's mostly like on my – I'm like you. I'm on Instagram. Like that. That is my jam. I Instagram. try to find bad stuff on Daryl. Couldn't find nothing. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't post my all my crap. <laughs> if I do something bad, I'm not posting about it. That's for sure. <laughs> man, I look for nude pics. I look for everything, man. Couldn't find nothing. Of course, you look <laughs> <Yeah>. for nude pics. <laughs> you know what? Speaking you know of what? which, so. For our audience out there who's not familiar with you, you're married, you got a girlfriend, boyfriend, I mean, what's up? Uh, <laughs> now I got, yeah, I'm married. I've uh, been, you know, been, been with my wife, Melanie, for going on 12 years now. Got, mm-hmm. uh, actually got five kids. Uh, you know, five? Uh, four, Damn, yeah, was your five, cable broke? Yeah. <laughs> what's that? You got five kids? Was your cable out? I mean, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to say. <laughs> I mean, I know how it happened. But. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, apparently I don't believe in prophylactics or something. But, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I got five kids. Uh, well, I, I got four kids and a stepdaughter. And, um, yeah, dude, uh, that's that's where I'm at in life, man. Yeah, I've been the, we've been together for quite a while now and uh, just doing our jam, man, you know, hanging out and, so how does the family feel about that, you know, with, with daddy being on TV and stuff? I mean, how does how's that how does that work out around the home? 
Well, the kids, the kids don't care. They have like my youngest son, he's eight. And he's if you're not on YouTube, you're not famous. Dude, my <laughs> daughter, same way. My daughter, I, I'm, I'm like, yeah, babe, like I go down to the station, you know, I'm doing a show tonight. Talk to this person, that person. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, well, it's funny because uh, I I did a uh, I mean I've been doing Ghost Hunters for a while now, but uh, I did a thing on uh, with Omar Gosh from uh, YouTube, mm-hmm. and uh, my son was more excited about me doing something with Omar Gosh than me. He's like, oh, Omar Gosh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, thanks, bud. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Unless your unless you know your title says like you know. Instagram or influencer or YouTube influencer or something like that. Yeah, just like you yep. said, dude, you are not going to be famous to your kids whatsoever. Nah, they don't care, man. They they think it's cool, I guess, but my older kids do. But yeah, the you know Aaron, my youngest, he's like, ah. Eh. Hey, yeah, whatever. whatever, it's just bad. <laughs> Dude, it was like when I told my wife, I was like, you know, hey, me and Jesse, you know, we got this new radio show we're going to be doing, you know, Paraprobe and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, and you're still doing dishes. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, that's just funny because it's a funny story because, like, about, I don't know, about a year or so ago, we were getting ready for, like, a birthday party or something in my house. And I happened to be home for that week. And my wife was like, can you please, like, wash the storm door glass in the storm door? So I'm out there with Windex washing it. And then, She's like making fun of me earlier. It's like you're a TV star, and I got you washing the freaking window. <laughs> uh, I just kind of calmly gave her the middle finger, and uh, <laughs> it's like I'm glad this glass is clean now because <laughs> you can see this. <laughs> right. Oh, that's awesome, dude! I don't know what it is, man. The women are the ones who definitely keep us in line, bro. They really are. Yeah, yeah, sure do. They, they definitely. Out of everybody that I know, I have two people in my life who, well, besides Jesse, that really keeps my ego and everything in check. One is my wife, and second, John Rusnick. Yeah. Okay. I've, I've heard things about John. Yeah. John and I have been friends for well over a decade, dude. We've been friends for, God, 15 years. I mean, we're, we're family. We're brothers, you know. And, right. uh, yeah, he, dude, that's the same guy who will text me at 8 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday, and it just says, you suck. That's it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's all the kind it of says. friends you need in your life. That's I mean, that's like Mustafa. Mustafa does, and Brandon do that to me, stuff like that. We do. We go, we're back and forth on each other, but uh, they're the kind of friends you need in your life to keep you in check. Man. Uh-oh. Uh, besides, uh oh. Did we lose him? Did we lose him? Hello. You there? I'm oh, sorry. There we go. We got you. All right. Yeah. You out the back. Yeah, my my headphones died on me. My Bluetooth. Oh, okay. No, they're the kind of friends you need need to. Uh, to keep you in check in life, man, and keep you going. They definitely are, man, because, uh, <laughs> yeah, John is definitely that guy who uh, who definitely really gives me that reality check once in a while, that little gut check. If And, and it's not like I ever really get egotistical, and I really don't, Jesse. You can admit to this. Yeah, I really no, don't. don't. I, I stay pretty humble about everything that I do. But there are those moments that, even if I t- put it this way, if I told John that I could walk on water, he'd be like, bet you can't swim. <laughs> That's John. He will find something to knock it back down a few notches, man. And I thank him for it. I really do. Yeah. 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 Absolutely, man. You gotta stay humble, and yeah, especially when you're on the uh, the spotlight and everything. Stay humble, man. It's the best way to be. So for you, I mean, doing all these events and stuff, like you know, have you ever had that moment where you just kind of pause when all these like say people are out there at the event to meet you? Just kind of pause and go, I can't believe this is happening to me. I mean, does that still hit you, or have you gotten used to it? It usually doesn't hit me at an event um, mm-hmm. because I'm so in the moment. It hits me when I'll just be walking through a store or not even thinking about you know anything, and all of a sudden I'm like, damn, this is it's unreal. You start thinking like, look how far I've come in just you know last few years in doing what I'm doing and being in the public you know spotlight and everything. And you like you you it puts a smile on your face because you're like man there's so many people who try to get to this 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 level and and they don't they never make it unfortunately and I've been so blessed to get here and it was a lot of it was you know just force gumping my way through life man and <laughs> <laughs> and not really trying but it just happened man and then you look back and you're like okay. It's it's good, man. It's all good, you know. I, I it, it's it's very humbling. It is. You you do look back and you, and you see the pictures, you know, I post and stuff, and I see all these people at my events and stuff, and the the stories that tell you and how excited they are when they meet you, and you're like, dude, I'm just a regular guy, just like you, and 
and they're, they, I think they're more shocked because I'll, like even when the event's over, like say if it ends at one or two o'clock in the morning, I'm usually like one of the last people out there. I don't just roll out the door. Hey, bye guys, thanks for your money. I'm like I hang out with the people and, and make sure they get out okay and they're safe and you know and, and just do my thing, man. That's just how I am. And see, and that's the reason why people like you will still continue to come out on top one way or another. Oh, yeah. Because I'm a firm believer in good karma, man. And you obviously, I mean, you're a good dude, man. I mean, you know, not just on on TV for the public side, but even just being you out in public, you are a good person. You know, and I I think that really honestly that's what's going to keep you being successful no matter what you do. You know. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping, man. You know, I, I, you know, what comes around goes around, or, or vice versa. And you know, I just, uh, I, I just want people to succeed, man. That's my thing. I, I always hope the best for everybody, man. I don't, I don't sit here and wish people bad luck and, and bad karma and stuff like that. It, it doesn't help me at all. Um, yeah. And, and I'm, a, I'm a firm believer in if I grow, you grow, you grow, I grow type of situation. And I always try to raise people up above the level I find them. So. Dude, Chance and I are talking about that all the time, all yep. the time. Like, we'll be, like, doing our normal day job crap, and we'll be uh, texting back and forth or calling each other, and it'll be that. And, like, look, what's the what's the point in being, you know, rich and alone when you can be, like – or, like, famous and alone or whatever when you can be, like, with your friends and, like, mm-hmm. all that? You know? And be but, semi-successful. Yeah. yeah. I, I'll yeah, take, I'll take mean, half yeah. of it. Yeah. Just happen. Yeah, exactly. Because one thing, you know, I don't care about you know, being a millionaire. I just want to be comfortable. I want to be comfortable in life. Absolutely. Yes. In finances, but but with family and friends and everybody happy and, and doing a great job and, and growing together, man. You know, it's, it's all about giving back. Yeah. I just want everybody to eat. Well, and people have to realize too, <laughs> yeah. man. Being on a reality series like Ghost Hunters, it's not like you're making millions of dollars like you know the the group from Friends were on Friends. You know what I mean? Right. People think you do, though. They oh, do absolutely, they do. As soon as they see you on TV, they're like, "Oh, well, he's rich now." You know? <laughs> <laughs> that dude owed me twenty bucks. <laughs> the same house I bought ten years ago. I, I, Nothing has changed in my life except for you know it, it, the bank account has grown, but that's about it, man. It's it's not like yeah, it, it, you. I can't move to L.A. and I, I can't afford to live in Hollywood or anything. Not that I would anyway, but you know I'm still mm-hmm. living in the same in Delaware. And this is where I was born, you know, and raised and everything. And yeah, you know, I don't see me going anywhere else besides here. Oh yeah, we were talking about it. Um, like if we did actually like pop off crazily it would we would just be like all right well i'm just gonna pay my house off and like home improve yeah dude i got a nice place on the water i'm not leaving <laughs> now yeah, i'm just right? rich with a nice place on the water <laughs> that's paid off <laughs> there you go yeah. absolutely you know i uh i definitely gotta say man that you know it, it's definitely really awesome with you coming on the show and i'm, I'm glad that you decided to be you know humble and, and decided to well, I guess lack of a better term, you decided to like you know go ghetto and come on our show. I thought that was cool of you. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, I, I'm happy to be on your show. I love you guys, man. I think you guys are amazing, and I, I wish you much luck with this show. I think it's it's awesome. I love it, man. We appreciate it, man. We well, really do. I do have to throw out a couple of questions for ghost hunters, or your ghost hunter fans are just gonna be mad at me for not ever asking. So. Yeah, go for it. Anything going on with Ghost Hunters right now? Or are you guys still in lockdown from COVID? You know, what's up with Ghost Hunters? Well, right now we are in lockdown from COVID. And what, the way I explain it to people, because some people are like, well, there's other shows filming right now. Well, if you got to understand, our production is huge. It's yeah. not a, a fly-by-night, six- or seven-man production. We have literally anywhere from 25 to 30 people that follow us around. And that's a lot of moving parts. Yep. And and, and most of our production is out of L.A., which L.A. is still locked down. Big time, yeah. Um, and right now we are just setting the curve, man, and doing our own thing. We are all doing our own little projects while we're waiting. Uh, like, you know, I, I'm doing another show called Epic Haunts right now. I'm doing that. You know, I own Paranormal Warehouse. I'm the, one of the co-owners of Paranormal Warehouse. I, I'm very busy with that as well. And, um, you know, the other guys have their own projects going on, plus all the events and everything. And uh, I got some big stuff coming up here this year, uh, some stuff with Death Wish Coffee. Yep. Yeah. Uh, That's awesome. One of my, yeah. 
and uh, I've got another sponsor coming on board here soon for some uh, for some beard pro- products. So we'll see how that works out. And uh, yeah, I'm a pretty busy guy, man. So yeah, I'm keeping busy while this is going on. And when we get the call, we get the call. You know? Oh yeah. No, uh, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Death Wish Coffee. I oh, was, yeah, big I, time. I literally yeah. ran Black out. Rifle Company, uh, God, Black Rifle Coffee, Death Wish Coffee, yeah. they're like my two favorites, yeah. Dude, no, yeah, yeah. for me, it's Disaster Coffee and Death Wish. Like, well, for I, me, I because me being former I, Navy, it's like uh, I I got my yeah. you know my choices. I got I to gotta be with my boys you know, for Black Rifle Coffee. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, Black Rifle's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but, yeah, Death Wish, yeah, they're, they're my sponsor, and... Uh, we got a lot of big stuff lined up coming up here and uh, in 2021, and uh, hopefully, you know, after that. So yeah, that's one of the big things I'm working on right now. And uh, besides Paranormal Warehouse and Epic Haunts, uh, which we just filmed at Penhurst about two weeks ago, and that's all I'm editing right now. So I'm excited about that coming out. And uh, yeah, man, it's it's just been running gun for me, man. You know that, and you know the event is a big thing too. Yeah, it, you know, with the whole COVID thing, that's the reason why, you know, the Voices of the Apocalypse, uh, me, Pat, and John was, you know, from DeadX Radio was getting together to do. We've been on hold yeah. because of COVID also, you know, because we couldn't get people into the studio to film and do our show. So Yeah, yeah, that's what, that's what you know, Pat was hitting me up about that, you know, mm-hmm. a month or two. You know, uh, even back before that, I think it was back in the spring, you know, he was hitting me up about the you know, Voices of the Apocalypse and everything, and uh, yeah. I was very excited about it, and then... Uh, Kind of hearing more about it, so I was wondering what's going on with that. But that's cool, man. Hopefully, you guys get back out there and it's, start doing that as well. It's yeah. definitely getting ready to start happening because, at least here in Florida, things are getting a little more lax. So it's getting to a point where we're going to be able to start actually bringing people in studios. Uh, hopefully, yeah. in the near future. Yeah. So nice. yeah. So we're getting ready to jump back in studio. You know, John, he's got his you know stuff going on with MTV right now. So. That eats up a lot of time too, because of all the production work he does for MTV and everything with the that was reality right. series Siesta Key. So, but uh, yeah, yeah. As soon as John gets a little bit more free time, we'll be jumping back down to the studio and start filming and getting voices kicked off. Man, we're we're definitely excited. I mean, I'm happy with like I said, I said this earlier in the show before he came on. You know, we're very happy with me and Jesse J and our our board out blue here doing you know Paraprobe Radio. This is our radio gig, but Voices of the Apocalypse that is our television gig. You know, that's the yeah. one we're on camera. It's a whole different animal and a different thing altogether from the show. It is definitely an animal. Yeah, it's definitely an animal. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, man. I, I'm happy for you guys, man. I've always been a uh, a follower of you guys, and uh, I wish you all the best, man. Bro, it's uh, flipped around. We're all the big followers of you now, yeah, man. Yeah, we'll be stalking you. I'm going to be like, showing up in the bushes at your house. Dude, I, was, <laughs> I, was, I was just jumping up and down because, like, you, like, I didn't even realize you were associated with Death Wish, and that's, like, that's my jam. That literally, that, oh, yeah. I worked in the yeah. oil field, and that helped me survive. I'm a little dude. I needed more caffeine yeah. so I can work twice as hard. <laughs> He's got little legs, yeah, hard to keep up. Death Wish, Death Wish is my jam, man. I got my over Instagram with Death Wish, man, so check it out. But uh, like I said, it's going to blow up here real soon, here in the next couple of months. It's, you know, we just, basically was just getting through the holidays. I mean, we've been working with them since, I think, like, um, getting October, maybe, mm-hmm. mid-October. And it's kind of, you know, it's been like hit or miss, and now we're ready to lock it down with them. And, uh, and go full force, man. So we got a meeting come up here soon, and uh, that's what I'll be doing a lot. Twenty twenty two with those guys. I mean, twenty twenty one with those guys, and uh, this other you know beard deal I'm working with with the beard people. And uh, I don't want to say their name yet because I have to lock it down. But uh, you know, it's 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 it, 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 yeah, it's, it's uh, very humbling, man. And uh, I, I can't wait to get out there and do some stuff, Dude, bro. You got like you. that Viking beard. I can't see a beard company oh, yeah. not wanting to work with you. So <laughs> <laughs> well, they they they. they, they contacted me so uh, there you go yeah so we'll see where it goes from there man how'd that go down hey your beard's sexy can we can we sponsor yeah, you much. It, was, <laughs> it was basically an email saying hey this is so-and-so from this beard company and uh we're interested in doing some stuff with you can we send you some of our product to check it out and i was like yeah send it to me and we've been in contact almost every day since so we'll see what happens man that's awesome. All right, well, real quick, we only got like just a couple minutes left on the show, so I'm going to give you a minute, carte blanche. Feel free to promote and put out whatever you like. All right, yeah, sounds good, man. Yeah, so, I mean, guys, I mean, for everybody listening, go check out Paranormal Warehouse on ParanormalWarehouse.com uh, and uh, our new series, Epic Haunts, which is on our YouTube channel, uh, Paranormal Warehouse as well. Uh, like I said, you know, Death Wish Coffee all the way. Um, got some other cool stuff coming out here, and I, I really appreciate 
you know, everybody checking out, you know, our, my, my, uh, Instagram and Twitter and YouTube. It's all under Daryl Marston. You just look up Daryl Marston. You're going to find me everywhere. And, um, there's not too many of me out there. And, uh, guys, you know, I appreciate everybody's support for ghost hunters and, you know, wanting it to, you know, to get back out there and start doing our thing, man. I'm really excited about getting back on the road and, and getting back out there with my boys. I haven't seen some of them in almost geez, nine months now. Oh, man. Yeah, dude, that's that's definitely got to be rough. I just can't wait to get out to do an investigation again, man. I mean, oh my god, it's eating at me. I am yeah, I've been like I've been investigating. I just haven't been able to you know, do anything with those guys, except for Mustafa, because Mustafa and I only live about an hour and a half away. We do a lot of events together, but yeah, yeah. the rest of them, you know, not much with them. You know, a few things here with Brian Rochelle, but that's about it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, me and Jesse actually got invited to go on a uh, a Bigfoot hunt here uh, actually later on towards the end of this month. So, uh, oh, cool. Yeah, so we're going to be yep. doing that for fun. We're going to be probably broadcasting live and then do the event. So I'm hoping and praying to God to get kidnapped by Bigfoot because it's going to put our numbers right through the roof. I'm going to be Liam Neeson. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome, man. All right. Well, Daryl, man, we thank you so much for coming on, bro. Anytime you want to, you know, like I said, promote anything or whatever you got going on, whatever special gigs. Just give us a holler, let us know, and definitely be ready for Voice of the Apocalypse. You already know you're booked in on that show. We can't wait to yep. get you on that one. So dude. I can't wait either, man. I, I don't have to watch my language. Exactly. Hey. Oh, dude, trust me, man. Uh, I literally it, just bite my lip every time I get ready to see <laughs> Dude, there's been times we have finished this show, and Jesse and I have had to look at each other and go, we need to listen to audio to make sure we didn't slip up on this moment. <laughs> so... <laughs> All right, man. Well, listen, it's a pleasure talking to you, brother. Can't wait to hear what you know. What else you got going on, and we'll be talking to you here soon. Yeah, if you're ever in Absolutely. the area, dude, hit us up. Yeah, Buy definitely. Absolutely. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. All right, man. Have a good one, bro. All right, you too. Bye. He's a good freaking dude, man. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, guys, so you got to hear a little bit about Daryl Marston's life and that his uh, wife, like my wife, and, well, Jesse J's wife keeps us in check. So, <laughs> yeah, that's what I like about Daryl is Daryl's just Daryl. You know, he just happens to be on Ghost Hunters. And that's what I like about him and, and a lot of the guys that we've met from, like, all these different series and stuff. But, uh, but def, you know, definitely Daryl in particular. He's one of those guys that is just a regular dude who just happens to be on Ghost Hunters. You know? I like uh, it. Yeah. I like it a lot. That, yeah. just, that, that makes my day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, like, I had so many people in the very beginning, like, you know, when we had said that he was going to be coming on the show, they were like, you know, oh, I want you to ask about this and this and this and about Ghost Hunters and Ghost Hunters, Ghost Hunters, Ghost Hunters. I'm like, do you know how many questions you probably get asked a day from people about Ghost Hunters? I'm like, I'm, I think he's probably burned out a little bit. Oh, yeah. I want to talk to Daryl about Daryl. What is he doing? What is he up to? You know, how often do you flip your wife off? Yeah, <laughs> I thought that story was hilarious, man. Oh yeah, and and it happens to everybody too. Like, oh, absolutely, legit, uh, man. Everything and that's something everybody can relate to. Yeah, because one of those situations. Yeah, we've all wanted to flip off your wife, but no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, 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 Becky's gonna kill me, dude, when uh, she sees me. She's gonna kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I love Becky, you know that. Um, yeah, the one thing I like definitely, like you know, once again about Daryl is Daryl is just Daryl, you know, and and that's what makes him accessible and makes him cool. And I really do see a lot of big things going on for him in the very near future. I can definitely see it happening. Dude, I'm about to pay him the highest compliment. Well, I already did, but like I'm about to do it again. The highest compliment I can give anybody. You said you'd sleep with him. I get a beer with him. Oh, that's mine. If I would get a beer with you, that is legit like the highest level you can get with me. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. You know what? That is so very true from you. I've never heard you give a more higher compliment than I can grab a beer with that guy. (laughs) Yeah, and it's true. Yeah. Blue, you're like just very quiet tonight. I'm very tired. I was going to say, when we walked into the studio, you just looked like you were like bombed. Yeah. And so, not like drunk bombed. I mean, like just wore out. So just like you guys, your show's picking up. This, the radio station has new shows and they need commercials and things like that. So mm-hmm. I'm learning all of the stuff behind the radio station and then also getting ready for events to start up because I do events. Yeah. The, the Sarasota Medieval Fairs, five months of my weekends just gone. Yeah. Like I'm Saturday and Sunday for five months. I just go do Medieval Fairs. So I'm getting all of that situated now because they're all shifting around a little bit. That's mm-hmm. why I look like I'm dead because I'm doing a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I get yeah. it. That's like us. I mean, our, our lives are always so busy between our day jobs and then working on the radio show gig and all that. Mm-hmm. You know, plus we're working on hopefully future events. Plus now talking with John and Pat, you know, about Voice of the Apocalypse, hopefully starting up filming soon, dealing with all that too. It's like multiple plates being on the stick spinning in the air and you're trying to <laughs> yeah, keep them all spinning. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah same thing. So I definitely get it. All right, guys. Well, we are on our uh, last 15 seconds here. So I definitely want to say thank you guys very much for joining us. And uh, make sure you tune in next week and then listen to Rob Demers from Ghost Hunters International and Haunted Australia. Jesse J, you want to say bye? Bye. <laughs>